This is the Cash Value Solutions Podcast, where your hosts, Jason Polmeyer and Kyle Mann, shed light on little-known money truths to help you take control of your financial future and become your own banker. Subscribe, rate, and review the show, and check us out at CashValueSolutions.com. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to the Cash Value Solutions Podcast this week. Kyle and I have a topic for you that we... We, uh, it leads us to believing you shouldn't get started with the infinite banking concept. Yeah, so we think like if you have, let's say, bad debt, consumer debt, you should definitely pay that off before getting started for a couple of reasons. I mean, one, if we start off like credit card debt, the interest rates are huge. I mean, you're talking 15 to what, 22%, probably somewhere in there. Like, there, it makes no sense for you to start a policy until you get that paid down and done. And so now some people are in my mind anyways, I'm, I'm like drawing the conclusion that people are thinking, well, there's opportunity costs though. And if I pay cash, I'm still paying interest. Well, sure. I completely agree with that. I believe in that, but here's the problem. Um, you know, is, is people will want to transition that to well, I, I know I have that, but I want to get started with the policy, and then I'll use that policy to pay off some of the loan. Well, the, the problem, and it's two of them that I see, is one, you don't have enough capital to put into the policy to pay off the credit card debt, and two, um, which this just makes the first problem even harder, is whatever money you pay into a life insurance policy, you are not going to have that much money anymore available to you in a loan amount. So it makes the problem, it, it makes it even worse. It makes it a bigger gap mm-hmm. of money that you don't have enough of to pay off that debt. Yeah. I mean, I would never say it would never work to get started and then pay off debt. But just in most cases, it this consumer debt, it does not work. Just, just get that paid off and then, then let's talk about getting started. Get that paid off. I mean, um, another thing that I see um, is the fact of, you know, why do you have this consumer debt? Sure, people can fall on hard times and stuff, but what is, you know, your decision-making process like? How did you get to this point that you needed to borrow money for this consumer debt? Mm -hmm. Why do we need to borrow money? Um, Why can't we pay off our credit cards? Yeah. Why do we need to borrow money for household things, whether that's TVs, um, maybe a computer, maybe even use that computer for work? Um, Clothes. Clothes. (laughs) Xboxes, furniture. Um, I mean, all these things provide comfort for you in your life, and I'm not saying you shouldn't have them, but it just leads me to the thought of somebody looking in and trying to design a plan for you of... First, we need to conquer this and prove, you know, like that you have the ability to save up money and not spend it before you make it. Sure. Yeah. And I know like on YouTube, some books, I mean, there's examples of saying, oh, this is a great way to, you know, pay off credit cards and stuff like that. It's just, it's, it's hard for me to wrap my head around that being a great idea. Especially when, like I said before, you do not have access to the same amount of capital that you put into a life insurance policy in the beginning. I mean, there yeah. just is no way around it. 
Yeah, and maybe we want to go through, you know, good good debt and bad debt. I think that's a good thing. You want to lead us into that? Sure. So to start off, like, good debt, this is a Robert Kiyosaki thing. Um, good debt puts money in your pocket, and bad debt takes money out of your pocket. That's as simple as you can possibly put it. Mm-hmm. And there's some things like, I mean, a car. It could be considered good and bad debt. I, I mean... Well, if you got to get to work or your job, however you make money, like you're going to have to get there somehow. So a car, you know, is providing you the benefit of getting around to that. Now, if the car is out of your means currently, then that's where it kind of goes over to the bad debt side. Right. And could you start with something less until you build up yourself, build up a capital base or cash flow to be able to afford something else? Yeah. I mean, it's not bad to want a nice car. It's not bad to have a nice car. But it's bad to put yourself in a situation to where you're barely making by because you're driving this, you know, super fancy car with this big payment. Sure. It's not a very financially sound place to be. So either. that I mean that'd be another reason, like, you know, would it make sense starting to IBC if you got, you know, some sort of debt like that? I mean Well, problem. here's another problem, okay? So say you didn't have the capital to pay off that car. Um but you want to get started with IBC, and you can devote a, a small amount of money to that IBC plan. Well, what happens if the situation worsens? And now it's either keep paying into your IBC plan or potentially having the policy lapse, depending on how much cash is available in it and mm-hmm. how bad for how long the situation you know is, is turned upside down and bad for you, or keep the car so you can keep going to work. Um. It's just not a good decision to ever have to, to ever have to be in. Sure. Um, and I think that that's, I mean, the excitement of wanting to get started can, I mean, absolutely, I was there. But fortunately for me, I was in a position where I was ready to get started. Um, but consumer debt is just something that is, um, it's really hard to overcome and and look past because of the fact that it is just not doing anything to put money into your pocket. Yeah, just, just, this is the whole point of, yeah, not getting started with the IBC policy before that. When I started mine, you know, I had debts of um, land debt and stuff like that. But, you know, that's that's an asset, appreciating and providing cash flow and stuff like that. So that's, you know, nothing to worry about. It's not like you need to be debt-free to start a policy. Right, Not, and that's that's not what we're advocating you know um but there has to be a line drawn and a distinction made between what is good debt in your life and what is bad debt and then we need to start looking you know and and say okay well i know you want to get started but what if we look at the situation and you know you've had years in the workforce but yet you still have consumer debts and things where was all the savings going you know maybe there was a special situation you know where you had health issues and you had to pay back some of that stuff but i mean obviously you have to live Mm -hmm. um and stuff but i mean it it all draws further questioning and further need to like see what what has caused this in the past what leads us to believe that things can be different here now in the in the present and into the future and until you're ready, you get your debts paid down. I mean, in the meantime, while you're working on that, you can take the principles of IBC itself and just start it on a small scale, you know, in your savings account or whatever. That's an excellent point, Kyle. Build up that premium until you have, you know, that enough money to, you know, start. 
Yeah, your debts paid off, or your your bad debts paid off. You have some money to start a premium. I mean, there's, it's not like you just can't ever do a policy. It's just, it's not everybody can do a policy right away, and it shouldn't discourage you either. And and we'll meet with you still too. I mean, we'll we'll have this conversation with you and help you as much as we can. Yeah, and I I really like what you said, Kyle. I mean, you can still practice infinite banking but you're just going to do it without the policy. Yeah, in the meantime. And that's going to give you um that's going to build discipline. That's going to help you get this consumer debt paid off and then pay yourself back instead of paying back a policy loan, pay yourself back into the savings account. Yeah. At least pay yourself back the principal, you know. Get started. If you want to be honest, pay yourself some interest back too. But this is a good way for you to practice the infinite banking concept and get started before you actually have the tool that we use. Absolutely. Then, then you're ready to go when you got it. So, you know, um, another option may be um, convertible term insurance. It may be a way for you to get started by locking in your insurability if you're healthy right now. And then, you know, whatever the timeline is, whether it's two months or two years for you or to longer. get ready, you know, it gives you. It, it takes care of that potential obstacle in the future. Sure. And then um, who knows what happens in the future? You know, it takes that unknown out of, you know, health consequences or something like that, locking in your current health. Yep. And, you know, it can, it can establish a relationship for you and your advisor if that's what you want, you know. But, um, well, it's yeah. a great option. I mean, that's, I mean, most people, are going to be able to afford that premium, that convertible term. And it's where to get started. It's the right place to get started. Yeah, if you're going to get started at all. And it provides some death protection as well, too. So Yeah. Yep. Um, I don't have much else to say about this, Kyle. I think this is, you know, it's something that it draws further inspection when, the, when it comes up. But in general, most of the time that we've seen, it typically leads to a point where we believe somebody is not ready to get started. I agree. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in this week, and we'll see you next week. This was the Cash Value Solutions Podcast. Remember to subscribe, rate, and review the show. Check us out at cashvaluesolutions.com. And don't forget to tune in next week.